Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Nikki Scorpio, who is a singer-songwriter, producer, and emotional intelligence coach. Nikki, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Thank you for having me, Tim. Yeah, um, it's going, man. A lot of people right now are are getting out of situations, removing people from their lives, uh, realizing that things haven't been working so much and and doing a little bit more than saying, hi, how are you doing? I'm miserable. How are you doing? Oh, I'm miserable too, but let's just pretend that we're fine. So, you know, it's actually, I feel like it's the greatest time to be alive and I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful and thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. I'm excited to get in more to what you do. So we'd like to jump right in, actually. If you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Amazing. Yes. So it's it's one and the same. I'm, I'm really fascinated by how humans work. I'm really fascinated by psychology. Um, so my background is very different in the sense of I'm the other of the other of the other. So what I mean by that is... Um, my birth mother is a lesbian. My birth father is gay. I'm an artificial insemination. And um, I grew up in a really rough part of town near the train tracks. Um, I was taught my culture and my roots. My mom's a teacher. She teaches severely handicapped elementary school children. Uh, she's been a teacher in Oakland in the Bay Area. Um, and, you know, she deliberately intentionally teaches in a not so great part of the town as well because a lot of times people like to go to the trendy parts in the nice neighborhoods and, you know, people right now like need information and help to, so that we can break the generational traumas and the patterns. And so I grew up seeing a lot of injustice. I grew up seeing a lot of hate, uh, fear, homophobia, racism, ignorance, drugs, abuse, violence. And for me, I was always optimistic. Um, I was always curious by nature. After we moved out of our neighborhood, out of the rough part of town, we moved into the quote unquote nice neighborhood. My mom was working five jobs a week. And um, I experienced people who looked like me, who didn't know their roots, who didn't know their culture, who um, saw me knowing my roots and my culture and being more expressed and getting the whole classist thing and being teased for being different and bullied and attacked. Um, I was in a relationship that had abuse and, and had um, toxic communication for years. And uh, within all these different circumstances, I finally did something and acknowledged that I was angry. And I combined that with uh, my curious nature. And I started posting content on TikTok because I felt lonely. I was looking for friends. And when I called out to my people, I said, are you spiritual? Are you artistic? Are you creative? Do you feel like there's a lot going on? Let's be friends. Um, people reacted. And then when I saw the comments, everybody was saying that they're miserable. And when I checked their content, they were all, you know, smiling, smiling. And I'm like, well, this doesn't match up. And I realized, oh, people are still doing this broken thing. So I started live streaming, creating a safe space to say, this is what unconditional love feels like, you know, and from there, it's turned into a full-time career where I'm working with people from all different walks of life, uh, from all over the world. The youngest is nine, the eldest is 73. And it's really simple with within who I am. Feel your feelings and don't feel bad about feeling them. What a concept. <laughs> it's going to be the title of this podcast. 
there we go. Awesome. Well, cool, man. Tell us a little bit more about, um, let's just tackle them both at the same time, what you do and your motivation, what gets you up and keeps you going every day. Yeah. So, um, I, I pretty much start my day off. Um, well, I, I do, I do mindfulness practices. And what I mean by that is I, I do a lot of choosing in my life. I, I, I do a lot of conscious choosing because I realized before when I was living in the nice part of town and then I moved to the projects, um, that I, I was frustrated by those circumstances. And then I realized that I chose all of that. So for me, when I start my day off, I will tell myself, I choose to be here. I choose to be in this timeline. I choose for this to be the best timeline that I'm in. Um, I will, I will do sometimes I'll do breath work. I do different practices to get myself into a, a state of mind, like a frequency of being grateful so that I'm operating from that place. Not like a, hi, how are you doing kind of place, but like, <laughs> but from like really being um, genuinely happy. And um, I stream daily on TikTok. And again, um, conversations are, are different depending on what I'm going through. However, um, right now where I'm at, my conversation is I want for people, I want to provoke thought within people to understand who they are, what they're capable of. So right now that what that looks like is I'm having a conversation to say, what would your life look like if you didn't know that you were supposed to feel bad or guilty or shameful when you felt sad or depressed or angry? What would that look like if you didn't know? What would your life look like if you didn't know that people had opinions about you? What would your life look like if you didn't know that, that you were supposed to feel bad if people didn't like who you were? What would your life look like in that way? How can we operate from who we were at four, five, six years old? Even if we had the craziest childhood, we still made friends, just naturally happened, right? So in that same conversation, we're, we're reprogramming the whole, you know, focus in mainstream in entertainment because people are tired of the, the rented lifestyle and the lies and, and all the garbage that gets, you know, fed to us. So instead of, you know, again, clicking the angry emoji and just being like, oh, I don't like this, we can do something about it. And that's creating family. And that's, that's showing people unconditional love. So at the root of who I am and what I'm doing, it's showing people the power of love so that we can all get used to that and reprogram our subconscious mind and give focus to something that we've always wanted that shows up differently for all of us. I think that's awesome. Thanks. Showing people the power of love. Yeah, I learned, I learned from my grandparents. Um, I didn't, again, I didn't really have a, a wholesome upbringing. Uh, there was a lot of abandonment and, and death in my childhood. It was really my grandparents that I saw what was possible with love. And then from there, I realized that you know, all of us want love. It's just like, for example, some, some places, some neighborhoods, there's not even time to, to talk about anxiety. You can't even talk about depression. There's not time for that. Like it's survival of the fittest, right? Whereas what if we grew up in a world where, for example, this is what's fascinating about belief systems and what's possible with society and culture. In, in, in uh, Brazil, for example, the first birthday, the first, the first birthday that you have, it's an honor to give away the, the first piece of cake with the candle on it. Whoever you give that candle to, that, that's like the, the biggest honor. That there's videos you can look online where there's a kid giving his brother a piece of cake with the candle on it and the kid's just in absolute tears because his brother loves him so much. That's fascinating when you think about that, right? So for me right now, I understand when I listen to people, I observe people, I can go into Bel Air and Beverly Hills and I can go into Coney Island. I can go into Oakland. I can go into Compton and I can, and I can make direct eye contact with people because I'm not phased by bank accounts. 
I'm not phased by human constructs. Real recognizes real. For me, it's more so of, I understand that there's a lot of different things that disconnect us. However, there's a golden thread and it's vulnerability. And when we show vulnerability, when we open our hearts up, we actually remove all the middle ground, all the doubtful people, all the 50% people, we get nothing but 100% people. And then we not emotionally cut all the other people off who just like the idea of us, which I think we all resonate with of like, more loyalty would be would be really good right now, right? More <laughs> unconditional love would be, would be good right now with, uh, with, with things how they are. Yeah, unconditional love can always be added to the equation. That is for sure. Well, let's jump into your dreams and goals now. So I know you're live streaming on TikTok. I know that you have some clients that you're always working with from nine to 73 is what you said, right? Um, what is your vision for your life and your business going forward? Um, for, <clears throat> for me, again, it's, it's more so uh, we're bringing consciousness into the mainstream, um, critical thinking, right? Like, for example, when you were a kid, it was either Thanksgiving or it was Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or whatever, or just birthdays where all the family would get together. You were a kid and you would just be with your family. You didn't think about what, what religion they were. You didn't think about what their ranking was. You didn't ask them what they did for a living or what their age was to determine how valid they are. So for me, it's really, I feel like right now the world is looking for that parent grandparent kind of energy that keeps the family glued together and you know really really also because I was raised by women that I operate differently that for me I see that the world is looking for divine feminine that we're looking to really get that nurturing we're looking for unconditional love we're looking to cry to say that we're sad to say that we're angry inside and to not feel shameful about it or to feel weak in some way shape or form so for me my goal with everything that I'm doing is to really show people a different possibility to say that there's a different perspective on the story that you tell yourself, on the trauma, on the pain, on the depression, on the anxiety that you feel. And when we can all, again, for me, when I was living in Hollywood, how I started coaching, how I started getting into this world was I started realizing I'm an introvert, bro. As much as I can talk, as much as I can do this, I'm observing. Right. And when I started to observe people, I would see I can see sneakiness in people's eyes. I can recognize the realness and the goodness within people's eyes, within their heart, within their soul, within their spirit, the part that we can't hide. And I see that there's a lot of desperation in society. We're always looking to get to the end goal. We're always looking to get that fame, that success or whatever. And I've seen those people behind the scenes. I know people that are millionaires that are really, really nice and really genuine people. And I know other millionaires that don't have one person in their life they can trust. So for me, I've seen enough to know that, that people really truly just want to be themselves. And what works for me might not work for you. However, at the root, when we, when we give each other permission as a culture, as a society to say, I'm a human being, I have emotions, I'm not going to feel ashamed of my emotions. And if you don't like it, do your own work. I'm not obligated to be happy for you. Like stop, by the way, for all the parents out there, stop telling your kids to smile more and go to therapy. <laughs> okay stop telling us to smile more oh so annoying so it's just about it's just rawness it's bringing it's bringing authenticity it's bringing humanity into the mainstream instead of this whole like influencer perfect smiley smiley thing like cool be happy be joyous however at the same time like be depressed be sad be angry and then don't be surprised after you feel those feelings 
that you can manifest more and have a better life just because you had nobody in your life shaming you or telling you to be more upbeat or outgoing or or energized when like maybe you need to rest. Mm, I love that. I love that. I love authenticity. Now, here's my question for you, and I'm sure it's on everybody's mind right now. If we all want authenticity, why do we, why does our culture, like, why have we created a culture where it is simply not okay? Uh, it's, 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 it's the same, it's the same reason people get hustled, man. People get hustled. Like, when when you are a truth seeker when you go beyond what you're told and when you are curious by nature like for me what i started doing is i stepped outside of planet earth's interpretation and really started to say like let me just look observationally non-emotionally on how life is and i realized that there's a lot of broken patterns and things that go on for example because again, I, I, I was living in a nice part of town. I was in a relationship, things were cool. And then the universe said, you're not getting the message. So we're gonna shake up your snow globe and turn everything upside down. And um, I had a friend of mine help me get a place to live when I had a week to find a place to live and to find a job. And I had, and I had this, um, this guy help me move all my stuff. Never met me before, came from Coney Island from Brooklyn to the Upper West Side, helped me move all of my stuff. Never met me before, that's like an hour and a half subway trip. Um, helped me move all my stuff all the way back over there. And the elevator was busted and he, he went up 11 floors with me. And when I was having a conversation with him, I realized something. I realized that he was really tuned in, that he was also an empath and he was also very spiritually evolved, very emotionally intelligent. You know, and these and this is somebody who's living in a neighborhood that has liquor stores on every single corner. We go into the liquor store and there's nothing but processed foods and there's not really grocery stores around. And this is where people are buying their food to support their families. Why do you think that is? Because certain cultures and certain people and, 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 and women also as well are powerful. Women create life. People from different parts of the world can do powerful things. Ancestors, ancient wisdom, what's possible within shamanism, what's possible within the roots of who we are is way, way, way more powerful. So when we stop being distracted within who we are, we love ourselves more. When we know what we are capable of, we can move mountains, we can manifest together. We can collective consciously pray or, or show love or manifest or do whatever and heal people. I know people who have been you know, healed by, who had brain tumors when my grandmother had a prayer circle going around the clock for my best friend who had a brain tumor in his brain the size of, of uh, orange, squeezing his brain against the side of his head, right? So once we can get past all these constructs of division and fear and chaos and actually have people around us who celebrate us and love us as we are, then like myself, like I found out the formula to manifestation is to be able to actually focus on being grateful for what you have, to move at your own pace, to find your own momentum, to tell yourself you know what you're doing, to tell yourself every choice you make is the, is the right one so that it's like a marathon instead of a sprint to get to the end goal, that the universe, that God, that life is always working in your favor. And most of the stuff that we're looking at where we get stressed out and depressed and, and anxious is actually a misinterpretation. And the reason why people are so sick right now and why there's more hospital bills specifically in America is because people are holding in to this anger and this this frustration and this resentment for stuff that they've never processed. So the reason why we've been lacking and the reason why we're always looking to be better is because we've been getting hustled and people are starting to say, you know what? I don't like this nine to five. That's why you're seeing people walking out of Burger Kings and McDonald's. Yo, the whole staff walks out. 
That's why people are saying, I don't want to do this job. That's why service right now is kind of garbage. Everywhere where you go, you're like, huh, that's not how my order is supposed to be. Huh, that person, like every single person is like, hey, it's my first day, right? Like it's fascinating just going out into society right now and dealing with people that not everybody's on this wavelength. So, so really when we can step outside all of that and reevaluate, and that's what's happening right now. It's exciting. Planet Earth is in couples therapy mode right now. And we're all taking a good look at all the uncomfortable feelings that everybody has and saying, okay, I acknowledge this. I see this. And people are like, yep, I've been telling you this for centuries. Now we have the technology to show you what's been going on. So it's powerful and it's exciting. Right now it's just a little shaky and it's going to get better. And we're going to keep on growing and evolving. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that you're just like, people, we get hustled. Like that, that's just, <laughs> it is what it is. And um, I also think, that what you said about um, being able to tell yourself that the decision you're making is the right decision and be authentic and just be like grateful for the things you have and moving at your own pace. Like it's crazy to me. I completely agree. And it's crazy to me that it's that simple. Right. <laughs> right. Yo, the, yo, the most powerful, the most powerful concepts in life are the are the simplest ones. Like, here's another one for you. Nobody on planet Earth knows what they're doing. Facts. Yeah. Nobody. What can you do with that information? Yeah. Anything. Literally. <laughs> Literally anything. Right. And here's, and here's, and here's, and here's, here's three, here's three simple things. Again, boom, these are, I'm, I'm like a clumsy jeweler. I just drop gems. Okay. Cause you know, <laughs> the gatekeep information, three different things right now. If you catch these things in your life, I promise you will have eternal peace. Validation is number one. Validation is the biggest thing that we are constantly looking for. What would your life look for? What, what would your life look like if you didn't know that you needed validation from other people? And validation, validation is with family, validation is in relationships, validation is in the choices we make, validation is in the angle when we take photos, the content that we make, the hashtags that we use, the attention that we give, all of that validation over and over and over and over and over again. When I've realized if people don't like me, I'm holding up a mirror and they don't like themselves. That's another gem. There you go. Take that one. So number two, number two is comparison, is that we're always comparing ourselves to our past, we're comparing ourselves to other people. We're comparing ourselves to other content creators, other people that are in the same field that we're doing. What if we didn't know that comparison was a concept? And what if we didn't acknowledge our family and our loved ones and our friends comparing us to other people or comparing us to whatever, okay? And number three, which is the funniest part of being a human, is expectations. That every single person on planet Earth thinks every single other person on planet Earth should think exactly like them, because if they did, then they would be happy because that person would actually be in control. So that's that it's like simple, simple, simple concepts. When you look at it, the more successful you get, the more powerful you get, you realize certain things never stop. So at the root, it's just like, yo, love yourself and love yourself and love yourself and everything else will naturally fall into place and give yourself the love you're used to giving to everybody else and you will radiate love and the real ones will recognize. And then from a healthier space, you can give people love and help people out instead of being burnt out, thinking other people should give you love when you're powerful. So it is, it's very, very, very simple. We make it so complex and try to buy new things and name brands and show off and stunt and flex and rent and all this nonsense. 
Like, no, people outside of America are a thousand times happier than us because they know their roots and their culture and they have their community and they can show their emotions and not be ashamed. Yep. Yeah, man. I love it. Whew. And if you're listening, go ahead and rewind that and re-listen <laughs> to all that. <laughs> Write it down. Text <laughs> it down. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. People, people are people that it needs to, you need to hear it a couple of times and to really, really, really grasp it because we're so used to just like autopilot. Like, no, no, no. I have to show people I'm attractive, even if there's a comet falling from the sky. Like, I have to show people I'm attractive and that I know what I'm doing. Like <laughs> No, tell people how you feel. And, and again, remove, remove the middle ground people. Get people that are on fire for you that relate to your sadness and your anger and your frustration. That's really why people pop off and why people become famous because of relatability. So show the world who you truly are and, and watch people relate to you. When you cry, we cry with you. When you're angry, we're angry with you. Yeah, there we go. Well, awesome. If there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they would help you bring consciousness and critical thinking into the world, into your live stream, who would they be and how would they do it? Mm. I would say Pharrell. Mm. I really, really, really admire and respect Pharrell. And um, because he's not just an artist, he's a curator, he's a composer, he, he's, I think he's like a co-owner with, with G-Star. He's, he's very, very conscious. He's very fluid and very tuned in. Um, like there's, watch, watch on YouTube, look up the interview with Pharrell talking with Oprah about the song Happy. And look at how, look at how much that song meant to him. You know, that from, that's my biggest intention right now is I, I choose to be around people who celebrate me and love me as I am. It's not about having success. It's not about being rich and famous and having the blue check and being verified. Some people, and, I, and this is another reason why I'm doing what I'm doing, because in Hollywood, people don't want to say anything because they just want to get into the spotlight because they're desperate, right? I would much rather be solo or have people around me that say, okay, he's a little eccentric. He's a little weird. However, he has good intentions. He's a good kid. He comes from a good home. Let's show him love. Let's bring more of that into the world. Because when we get people like that in our life, we can move mountains and we can make magic happen. I would say one person right off the top of my head would definitely be Pharrell because he, he's doing a lot to really change the music industry and, and, and to also change consciousness in, in big and micro and macro ways. There we go. There we go. I love it. I love um, you. You kind of allude to this earlier, but how big consciousness is just on the world stage now. Like I'm just I interview <laughs> a lot of guests for this podcast actually and it comes up like every other episode i swear it's talking about consciousness and talking about the importance of it and how it will just revolutionize your life so it's just exciting it's exciting times <sighs> yes yes like uh, uh, again that i when when i was living because i'm in manhattan now when i was living in los angeles i was just always amazed at how people just do this autopilot thing. And when you have real conversations, people are like, oh, you're human too. And you have thoughts too. Oh my goodness. And, and, and again, they're like, we can, we can respect. And I, I challenge anybody out there who is a spiritual being, who is a conscious being to see if you can be around people who are not if you are if you are more democratic, see if you can actually take time to understand people who are Republican. 
If you have, if you don't like people who who think a certain way, who who are a certain way, question why you get that anger. Question it. Just be curious about it, because everybody wants to love and wants to show love and wants to be loved and wants to express love. Some of us are just more traumatized and don't know how to do that. So we can always teach and we can always educate each other and have compassion. My my whole conversation at the very root is: Can you just stop and be curious after you have those thoughts and think why? Is it so hard for me to understand this person? Why do I automatically judge this person and think they should do everything my way? So it's amazing. And again, what's really cool is in the mainstream, in the music industry now, you have artists like, uh, what's his name? Um, NBA, uh, NBA Youngboy, I think his, his name is. Like he talks about being vegan and plant-based and, and consciousness and third eye and all that different stuff. So again, it's not far away. It's not, it's not hundreds and hundreds of years later. The way that we change the game, the way that we change all these industries, the way that we change the whole focus is data, is analytics, is supply and demand. So when my manager gets a text message from Def Jam saying, here's the new trending hashtags on TikTok, I send him a message and say, tell him to check out Yo Nikki Scorpio on TikTok because he had 100 followers in October and now he's almost at 50,000. And all he was telling people to do is to feel how they feel and not feel bad about feeling it, you know? Like, oh, okay, well, we should all be more conscious. And then the other person's like, I'm more conscious than you. No, I'm more conscious than you. You know what I'm saying? Like people are just built that way. It's funny. So we're doing this collectively. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There we go, man. I love it. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what's your favorite book, movie or podcast? Pick one. I would say I would say my favorite. Man, that's a that's a that's a good one. I would say, you know what? You know what? I want to go to get this complex answer. No, I'm going to keep it simple. My favorite book is where the wild things are. My favorite book is where the wild things are. And in fact, that's why I have, I have, oh, I got a long sleeve shirt. I got a tattoo. You can see it on my content. I, that, that book is, is a very, very simple children's book. And they turned it into the movie. In my opinion, the movie was whack. Watch, read, read, the, read the book. What I liked about that book is that's why I was as a kid, that I was very angry when I was a kid because there was a lot of moving pieces that I didn't understand. And then I would go into my room and I would create my own world. And in my own world, I could just do anything. And I had so much imagination and so much creativity. And, and I relate to that now because, again, that's really where um, I started I started acknowledging because I was taught not to be angry by my mom. I learned that from my mom. And again, no disrespect to my mom. I love mom. It's just I le we learn from our parents how to communicate, how to express from our communities, right? That I recently really started saying, oh, yes, I am angry. And then, I, and then I was like, well, anger is not a shameful thing. And then from there, that's actually how I tap, I connect my anger to my joy. That's how as an introvert, I can, I can stream. I can go on live every single day because I talk with people who are being abused and traumatized. And I'm like, not on my watch. And I go up and I go on fire. So even if it's difficult for me to say it, I shake and I do it anyway. And we make changes that way. So again, it's really right now where I'm at is tap into your childhood, access your childhood, you know? Yeah, man. I love it. I love how you just connected anger and joy. And I think, um, I think it's a beautiful picture of, you talked about validation earlier and, um, we get validation from others. We actually wait to validate ourselves based on others validation. And when we're, when we haven't validated ourselves because others haven't validated us, like that whole anger and joy dynamic that you just said, like anger turns into joy when you can like, 
accept all of yourself, but when you're split, you're all divided in you. And I feel like that's when things get really hard when you're like trying to, you have this thing going on that's like out here, but you have to show this other thing out here and it causes constant inner turmoil. And um, so I love how you said turning anger to joy because anger, which is, you know, so society would tell you it's a bad, shameful thing. When you just said it's not shameful, it's like you can accept it for who you are. Then you can live in the fullness of life, man. Yes. Yes. Some people, some people are really, really good at, at, at doing powerful things with anger. And, and, and that's, and that's the thing. And, and other examples of, of people being able to get past a broken system. It's like those of us who've had really difficult and traumatic moments in our life, that's character building. That's why people like Jay-Z and 50 Cent could go into the music industry and just kill it because it's like where I come from, it was survival. Where I come from, there was like all these different, there was violence, there was drugs, there was stuff that was going on. And so they get around these people in suits and ties. And they're like, oh, this is exactly the same thing. It's just like showing up in a different way. So like certain people have been through so much in their life that they're able to get around these other people and just know who they are, you know? And then there are those of us that go through those same experiences. And instead of being big, we actually play small and we shut down. So that's where for those people that are listening, like, no, anger's bad. It's like, yeah, we'll admit that you have the anger and then see where that takes you and then start telling people in your life that you don't like the way that they treat you and watch how your whole entire life just explodes and becomes amazing and, and, and you get better people and better circumstances in your life. And all the narcissists are like, I don't know what to do because you're not fitting in my weird box there. I can just like drain your energy and attack your character. Like, I don't know what to do. It's, it's fascinating that way. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, awesome. Nikki, what's one way you like to take care of yourself? Uh, one way that I like to take care of myself is um, there's a really, really interesting um, meditation that I found out through TikTok. People sleep on TikTok. TikTok is a huge way to get education. It's not just kids hanging out and dancing. Um, there's a huge spiritual community. And I found out about this meditation. It's called the Gateway Process. And it was declassified in the 1980s by our lovely government. It was the greatest gift they ever gave us. And it teaches us how to work with energy, how to um, how to talk to your guides, how to have out of body experiences, how to astral project, how to heal yourself. Um, I've been reverse aging just off of belief systems and just learning that our bodies are electric and we can move the energy around us. And once we move that energy around us, we can harness that energy in certain areas and, and heal ourselves in that way. So, you know, for me, um, beyond that, that um, and, and, and there's an app that it's on where it's all organized on, on the app store. It's called Soul's Journey, um, S-O-U-L-S space journey. Um, the name of the uh, meditation is called the Gateway Process. Look it up. Our government's talking about using wands, energy wands, like zap, 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 like when you were a kid, okay? <laughs> so so for me, for me, what I do is when the way that I take care of myself really is I check in with myself a thousand times more than I used to before. I, I check in to see how I'm feeling before I go into meetings. I check in to see as soon as I go into the meeting. Um, I check in how I how I how I'm feeling in the beginning of the day. So if I wake up and I'm like, oh, hello, high anxiety, that's interesting. Why are you here? Nothing's happened that I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm feeling this way. So what can I do as a truth seeker? I can do meditation. I can exercise. I can do breath work or I can just lie down and just be like, wow, I'm really, really anxious. And again, after that passes because of how I've set myself up that I can actually 
keep building and keep manifesting and keep getting more clients and keep being more and more successful. I'm like, oh, the only reason I was failing is because other people told me it was wrong that I was feeling the way that I was feeling. It's silly. It's simple, right? So I would say at the very, very root, just being more curious about where my mind automatically goes to and just being able to check in with myself more. I slow down even more right now to really say like, where am I going? How am I feeling? What am I doing? Am I taking care of myself or am I overextending myself? Yeah, I love it. And what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to really bring consciousness and critical thinking into life, into the live stream for people? Go, go into networking opportunities, go into situations in, in business and when you meet people and find a way to connect what you're doing with, with you know, make it, make it big why with what you're doing. Tell people something that you, find a way to connect something that was difficult for you or that's very meaningful for you with people that you're doing business in a way where you wouldn't normally share and really see where that takes you. Start doing that. Like I started having conversations with CMOs and CEOs about childhood trauma and stuff like that. And they were totally into it. It was all the other middle ground people that were afraid to say that. And they're looking at me like, Johnson, how is he doing this right now? I don't understand why the CEO is doing this right now. He's listening to this guy talking about uncomfortable things. What's going on? Like, why is this happening? You know, and, and again, when you do that, read people, watch their eyes, watch where they go to, watch to see if they change the conversation and they deflect it, right? And if they do, thank God, there's 8 billion other people on planet earth. See you later, gotta go. Like, don't, don't be afraid of your mortality. Be really, really, really good with getting the truth. So when you get that failure, that's a lesson. When somebody doesn't like you, thank goodness a better person is coming into your life. So really what I would say is find a way in your day-to-day -day life with people you love and people you don't know from a real place, not cheesy, not forced, to, to talk about things that are really, really, really important to you with the intention of getting your truth and getting your unconditional love and getting people that are on fire for you. And just give yourself patience and just be kind to yourself. And, and, and the last part I would say is be aware of the belief systems when you make mistakes that are not mistakes, because again, there, if you look up, if you are sick or if somebody you know is sick or has a disease or an illness, there is a metaphysical reason. Look it up. Look up the metaphysical reason for cancer. Look at the metaphysical reason for irritable bowel syndrome, for gut health issues. Look it up. It's from being in control. It's from feeling unwanted and unloved and unappreciated. So speak kinder to yourself and don't take on other people's belief systems and anger because if people don't like you, they don't like themselves. There we go. I love it. We got one last question for you. Yeah. So you know how there are people in, on the planet with a really fixed mindset, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. Sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Other times they'll make the switch to that growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? Um when we stop enabling them, when we stop trying to fix them, when we stop trying to help them, when we stop trying to change them and they fall down and they scrape their knee and they say, wow, I'm really angry. I need to do something about it. We're, we're used to wanting to help other people because we're hurting. We help out other people because we're looking for love. 
We love people extra, extra to the point where we're burnt out because we want other people to love us, especially for people who have kids, that parents put so much pressure and so many, so many expectations on their kids because they've gone through hurt and they've gone through pain and they don't want for their kids to suffer. The way that we level up, the way that we evolve, the way that we grow is by building character, is by going through difficult situations. And it's not about what you go through, it's, it's what you do with that information. One more time, it's not about what you go through, it's what you do with it, right? So the way that people actually grow and change is by the other people in their life not giving them attention, not giving them love, not giving them affection. And by that person saying, I'm really angry and, and ow, I don't like the way this feels. Whoa, where am I? What's going on? I don't have that person that I'm used to just yelling at or screaming at or projecting fear and negativity on. We don't, we're, not, we're not meant to change every single person. The world is not meant to be a perfect place. Not everybody is meant to go through the ascension. It's way deeper than that. It's fascinating when you step outside of these man-made concepts and really, really do your own research to find out that we're way bigger and way deeper and way stronger and, and way more connected than we were ever taught. So I would say, yeah, just if you have people in your life that you wanna see change, if they're going through something, stop enabling them and stop trying to change them. Give your energy, your attention to yourself and level up yourself and watch to see who goes in the direction where you want to go and let people go in their direction. Let them live for themselves. You don't know their destiny. You don't know their karma. You don't know their purpose on planet Earth in the same way they don't know theirs. I love that. I love that. I'm not going to lie. That challenges me a little bit because I hate to see people hurting. And I feel you. I understand. <laughs> How do you think we got here, though, bro? How do you think I got here? How do you think I was able to do this? I was in relationships where, where I was hurting, where I was getting attacked and I was getting abused. And everybody was like, well, looks like he's depressed. I shouldn't say absolutely anything. And people saw me when I was struggling and they did absolutely nothing. And when I was 18, I was mad at the world. I was mad at poverty, mad at death, mad at not having a father. My mom kicked me out of the house. I fell down sometimes. I hurt. And from there... I built my character, so I'm spiritually bulletproof. There's nothing people can say for me to hate myself. I did that for, for years, right? We got to this place. You got to your platform. I got to the place where I'm at through all the different moving pieces. So really, really, again, we do more. You inspire me more by me seeing you being successful and just naturally loving yourself more. That automatically has me correct my posture and question how I'm moving and how I'm maneuvering versus saying, hey, are you okay? And that, that, that temporary fix, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm more inspired and I'm going to change more by seeing somebody who has their stuff together and feeling connected to them. Like, oh, that's me. That person represents me and I want to shine like them. I, I need to figure out how I can get to that place for myself, right? We're actually doing more for the world and we're helping out other people by being able to take care of ourselves, which is not what we were taught. However, when we do that though, all the other people who are giving us advice, constantly trying to change us, are going to say, how did you get there? Then we can share information. My goal, this message isn't even mine. I'm doing this to give other people the information because people gatekeep what I'm talking about. People hide this information because they think if they share it with other people that everybody else will get rich and they won't have the riches that they're meant to have. And that's not how it works. So the more that we level up for ourselves, then we can help people out then I can share my investing tips. Then I can share with people how I really got to that place. 
and not be and not be fearful of missing out on millions of dollars when I'm when I'm good. The more I give, the more I receive. Yeah, there we go. I love it. Well, Nikki, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Yeah, I just I just want to encourage I just want to encourage people to have conversations with the people that they love, specifically with people who who always seem very optimistic, um, specifically with people who always look like they're in a good mood to tell them that it's OK if they're going through something to share something. I want you to encourage people to maybe nudge them a little bit more to say, I know that this is going to feel uncomfortable and you're not used to doing this. However, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling upset or angry, you can talk to me because sometimes I get angry, too. You know, encourage people around you to go past that, to say, hi, how are you doing? I'm okay to say, are you sure? Because I don't think you are, because I don't think anybody on planet earth is to know what it would be like to have that real unconditional love, you know, and to, and, and, and again, in your day-to-day -day life, if you really, really, really want to level up, just start to be curious about, about things around you and just remember what it was like before everything got interpreted. And, and, and the final piece would just be, just be kind to yourself. Nobody knows what they're doing. Just be really, really kind to yourself and don't get caught up in the comparison game and don't get caught up with just trying to get to the end goal. You're gonna get to where you're meant to go and you're going to win. Just really honor the journey because you're building your character. You're going through the training. Like there's an interview with 50 Cent. 50 said that, that he's like, you need to be able to actually go through the motions so that when you get to where you're meant to go, you have the strength so you can actually stay there. So honor your journey, honor your journey. Honor your journey. There you go. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thank you, Tim. Thank you for having me. Lots of love. Of course, of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Nikki had to say, you loved his energy, you loved his vibe, and you loved his call to authenticity, make sure to go follow him on TikTok is where you're live streaming, right? Yes, sir. Yo, Nikki Scorpio on TikTok. Um, on Instagram, I'm the Nikki Scorpio Show. On YouTube, it's also the Nikki Scorpio Show. Get onto TikTok if you're about education and consciousness, man. Like I, we do daily, we do daily live streams, and every single time that I stream live, we do manifestations that are get anywhere from like a hundred people to I think the most now has been like twenty two hundred. It's powerful, man. Collective conscious energy is amazing. So hop on TikTok and join the family, especially if you feel in love and you feel like you're different or you're weird or you're shameful in any way shape or form there's some powerful people in the family and there's always another seat at the table there we go make sure to follow him there reach out to him connect with him and as we always ask send this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message actually for this one let's go five to ten people you know hey. need to hear this message <laughs> shoot us a five-star review on itunes and we're out Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.